Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stadia Party Chat Podcast, episode 10. Woo, we made it to 10 Yay. episodes. <laughs> very, very cool. Thank you uh, with my awesome co-host, uh, Sebastian, uh, who's got a birthday coming up. So happy early birthday to you. Hey, thank you. How are you doing, Ricardo? Doing well. Thank you for asking. Been watching a lot of the Olympics. Uh, this morning, Canada won a bronze medal. Uh, Andre de Grasse in the 100-meter sprint. So that was exciting to see live. So pretty pumped about that. Yeah, definitely. I think I saw see uh, I got I saw the uh, Jamaican uh, woman had like the world record too on the hundred meter yesterday. So that was pretty cool to watch. Yeah, always good to see. Uh, too bad all of the stands seem to be empty, but uh, <laughs> you can fill them up this week with uh, free to play on the Olympics in Tokyo. But we'll get into that later. So uh, wanted to tell everybody that here at Stadia party chat podcast we are two canadian canadian game enthusiasts both founding members of stadia who love the platform and enjoy sharing the news discussing rumors and having fun at the same time today's episode is episode 10 so thanks for joining us uh today we're going to be talking destiny news and rumors catalyst coming up what what uh, the TWAB and some weekly achievements. Uh, we're also going to be discussing the free games with Pro that just came out today and tomorrow. Wait for that grime time. At the same time, we're going to be talking, as always, the weekly news and uh, rumors coming at Stadia and the cloud por- platform. Um, so everybody, if you're new to the channel uh, or if you haven't subscribed yet or if you just want to give us support and hit the like button, um, we're Stadia Party Chat Podcast uh, at Chat Stadia on Twitter. Um, look us up on YouTube, Twitter, and all of our platforms. We're available on all the podcast uh, places. So check us out. Uh, what were, what have you been playing this week, Sebastian? Uh, so I was able to finish uh, Moonlighter. Um, pretty interesting ending. It was kind of weird. I didn't expect that. So I got to the fifth dungeon. And uh, then it was like a dimensional pirate boss or something like that. And you didn't see that coming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It was just like an, uh, so those uh, dungeons were all like from another dimension that the pirate were using to scavenge loot or something like that. It was like pretty interesting. So, um, and then like you have those guardian and on fire soon that you open that last dungeon or something like that and they're like we're gonna arrest everyone but because you killed the pirate boss that we've been looking for ever for him uh then we're not gonna arrest you guys or something like that i was like what the hell <laughs> i feel like he didn't know how to end the game <laughs> and then they just threw that um i don't oh, know no no <laughs> on the contrary i think they started there and then they built the game around that ending interdimensional pirates was always what they were going for i feel yeah that was quite interesting but a very fun game to play after that you completed this you can do the um is it like new game plus basically uh so you continue from where you okay so i i started just have a look uh so the boss are harder and stuff like like all the ads are harder uh the only thing is that you're carrying 
whatever you carry in your other game, you're still carrying in this game. So if you have your armor fully like level up and stuff like that, your weapon, then you can maintain that, but not the one you have in storage. So something to point like to keep in mind if you want to go with a different loadout, different weapon and stuff like that, just equip them in the other game before switching to the new game plus. But yeah, it was fun though. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That was uh, similar to my experience. So if you haven't jumped into Moonlighter yet, uh, definitely recommend it. And it's a fun game to check out. Uh, other games I've been playing this week. Um, I have been basically keeping the timeline safe for everybody <laughs> in the uh, Dragon Ball Z universe. Uh, as you sort of, for Loki fans, you sort of take a position in the uh, TVA and you stop variant energy from changing the timeline and then you set the timeline straight and uh yeah it's it's a pretty interesting uh little setup for a game uh constantly leveling up your character uh filling out your stats uh, and then you can obviously customize the fashion which is the most important part of any game um is to get your fashion right uh, so overall, I, I'd recommend it. A lot of aerial combat, or you can even fight on the ground if you want. Uh, you can customize all of your special attacks. Um, I haven't been able to turn Super Saiyan yet, but that is my number one goal in this game. I don't think I'll be able to put it down until I become a Super Saiyan. Um, so that will definitely be on my list of things to do there. I mean... If you're a fan of the universe and you know the Dragon Ball Z universe, then each of these scenes will have a lot more meaning to you because you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know that's supposed to happen because they they rewrite scenes from the show um, and then they sort of give it a change and then you got to go stop the change. So, for instance, uh, in the show, only one of the guys will turn into a giant ape. But in this game, two of them turn into a giant ape. Goku's overwhelmed, so you got to go back him up take down these giant apes and uh and yeah it's 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 a pretty cool concept to the game and it, it gives a little a lot of variety to aerial fighting and then you switch up all of your attacks too so if you're going into a certain combat where you'll need like a piercing super versus like a like an aoe super then you got to switch that up and you got to customize sort of for your battle uh, so a lot of uh, a lot of intricacies there. Uh, I was able to grab that on the huge Stadia sale. So uh, the mega sale, once I saw that it wasn't coming out on pro. So I was safe there for at least one month. Uh -huh. <laughs> Same here. I bought it. It was like 10 bucks Canadian. Uh, it's like under 10 bucks. I haven't tried it yet, but uh, yeah, I was like, I'm going to buy it because it's $10. It's so cheap. And whenever I'm ready, I can try it. Right. So. Yeah, because you can play co-op too, and uh, mm -hmm. there's like all the uh, the missions you can just go in with the team. So uh, look forward to the fire team. Um, other than that, it's been the regular Destiny grind, grinding for power level, doing the GMs, and uh, well, uh, also getting the time loss weapon of the week, which was the uh, destroying the oracles, which was the rotational challenge where you kind of you have to shoot a different oracle at each round. And uh, what we did was we just set up two wells. Um, what we had, we had four Phoenix protocols, 
we had two invis hunters with omni oculus and we split up into two groups on the right and the left and then we rotated um as per our oracles went around um we do have the stream up i don't have the explanation stream up because i've been uh, lazy to do that but uh i will have to get up and and give a bit deeper explanation you get the time loss sniper this week so pretty cool and uh, another step towards uh getting that fate bringer seal so cool cool um and this week's gm is the disgraced yeah. So, uh, you have anything to say about the disgraced GM? Just uh... Uh, it's just like quite easy to complete. I saw who was that? I think Rick Karakis was able to do it under 13 minutes, and he grind like all day. And the, the good thing is that you can get two weapons. So you can get like uh, one of the newer one, and uh, you can get uh, one of the oldest one if that makes sense. Or you can get like a mixed match. I know like in the next season, they're going to refine that. There's going to be for sure a new one and an old one. But uh, yeah, like the other day I got, uh, I try to remember what I got. I, I did it like with you. I did it with some other people and all I got was three exotic armor <laughs> and then like a golf ball. And then I did it with you. I got two weapon with a golf, uh, two, three golf ball because it was double, uh, double the drop or something like that so you most likely can get something it's worth farming uh and you got until like tuesday so just go for it and then uh farm for some good loot right yeah i gotta get in and do some farming sometime this week too i have not done i think i've run it like maybe three times max i gotta get in and do some more pick up a good swarm right that's what everybody yeah. wants yeah so i i sent you the video but if you look up uh I think it was Rick Carcass uh, also, like he made a video about uh, bottomless grief. So it got, I don't know if it got fixed, but something was overlooked. But if you're a player who plays solo often and you have bottomless grief on some of your weapon, now what it does is just reload your weapon all the time. So he showed like uh, the, uh, the swarm there where he's firing it and it's like auto reloading all the time, max ammo because it's the only player around. So if you play as a team, then like it's not gonna work unless like the rest of your team is dead. But I found that very interesting. If you wanna play, uh, do some some stuff uh, by yourself, like expunge mission or anything like that that you require to have like, and you don't like reloading the machine gun because machine gun take forever to reload or any type of weapon, you can use that, which is pretty cool, so yeah that's that's wicked um also something that i didn't know specifically that he pointed out in the video was that the vorpal weapon perk was um now working when you shot champions so that they've now become i'm not sure if that was always a factor maybe that was something i i just learned in that video yesterday that you sent me but yeah Vorpal yeah works exactly. on champions I'm not exactly sure either, because it's not not really like anything that will like tell you the Vorpal perk. Oh no, it was perking. Or... It was perking oh, on his okay. screen. It said Vorpal weapon or Vorpal damage on oh. his screen when he was shooting a champion. I was like, oh, okay. So is is it perking on like as soon as you shoot like the ads or something like that? It's gonna the save champion. It? Champion, yeah. or like the boss. Oh, okay. Champion, I never actually noticed. mini boss, <laughs> or full boss. Oh yeah so that's worth it then um i have like a couple uh, weapon with vorpal on it so 
The Uzume. With Uzume with Bottomless Grief and Borbul. Now it's going to be good for Solo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you need, still need to grind for the exotic and the uh, lost sector there, that'll be perfect. Yeah. Well, cool. Let's uh, let's jump into some of these rumors you're bringing to the table here, uh, Sebastian. Yeah. So before I, we get into the TWAB. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get, I don't want to like spoil any like uh, news or anything like that. Uh, I don't want to give any spoiler, but um, for season 15, basically what's coming up, um, a possibility will be some of the catalysts for Xenophage, Monte Carlo and Divinity. So basically the API was identified within the data uh, of um, Destiny 2 and you can find it on light.gg. Uh, basically it just show as unknown with the code, but the picture shows no page, Monte Carlo and Divinity. So po- possible catalyst for those three weapons. That should be interesting. Xeno and Divinity are like used a lot on in PV, uh, PVE. So that should be interesting. I don't know what they're gonna come up with. Hopefully Xeno is gonna be something like, uh, like the uh, ammo uh, like capacity has increased. I don't think they're going to do anything with the explosion of the, the RAM or anything like that. Maybe the firing rate is going to be faster, but they cannot do that because it's going to be becoming the meta for like any uh, PVE activity. Um, for Monte Carlo, maybe a melee recharge is going to go up faster. Um, maybe uh, there's going to be something done with that. Divinity, I like really don't know what they can do with that. That weapon is great already. The fact that it has like overload, uh, like you can like get the overload champion with that uh, weapon. Um, it could be uh, as also the increased ammo or maybe an auto reloading after you kill an ad with it, like similar to uh, one of the other, like um, uh, I try to remember the name of it, the solar one, uh, linear fusion, not linear, but like, um, yeah, <laughs> try to remember the name I cannot come up, come up with. But what what do you think it could be the perk uh, for those catalysts? So here here are my my guesses. Thinking about this, Xenophage, gift of the war mine. Xenophage will now perk war mines on final blows. Ooh, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe Monte Carlo, um, traveler's blessing. Kills now recharge all abilities. Oh yeah, similar to the uh, the Travelers Chosen. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know if they'd do that to the to the Monte Carlo. Um, and then we have Divinity. Like you, I don't even know what they would do to Divinity. <laughs> I'm here's here's what I'm thinking. Chain reaction. So after you get that overload, if any ads are around it, possibly they get hit with the with the barrier disruptor. But I, yeah, I don't I don't know what are they possibly what I don't even know what the other um, what the other fusion uh, trace rifles have as a catalyst. Like it just doesn't like what are you going to give to that thing? <laughs> That's the thing. So like, like I was mentioning, like uh, there's one of, the, of them, the solar one, it just recharge your weapon after every kill, right? So I'm like, that could be a possibility, but it's not going to really help unless you increase the ammo capacity. That's going to help a lot. Um, 
Yeah, <laughs> maybe it's going to add Vorpal to it. So the people carrying Divinity during boss fight is going to do a little bit more damage, you know, like. That's a good perk, yeah. Could be. Yeah, could be. Who knows, right? Uh, but it's quite interesting they added that. But uh, yeah, let me let us know in the comment what you think like those catalysts could be, right? Um, moving on, some uh, uh, new stuff, uh, again, coming to season 15. Uh, some of those are not news not really news, but what we expecting. Uh, we got the stasis weapon coming up. Uh, so that's going to be interesting. I don't know how the stasis weapons going to look like. Are they going to be OP to the point where they're going to have to nerf it after a couple of weeks? You know, is it going to be as you shoot an enemy, they're going to freeze? Maybe they're going to just going to be slow or something like that. Um, it could be very great for PVE also for add like, um, just add, uh, just manipulating all the ads basically around. Uh, excuse me. So the other thing they are going to be uh, changing for season 15 and some of the PVP changed. So they tried to go more towards, um, so people use more the weapon than the abilities. We saw this with a change with stasis. I think they're going to move towards that way. There's going to be some more change like to manipulate into that because now they want to make all the light subclass uh, modifiers similar to the stasis. So that's something new. So what's going to happen with that? We'll have to see. Uh, there's like the third person peeking or emoting they're going to remove. So if you have a sword, any like third person peeking, if you don't have any ammo on your sword, you're not going to be able to pull it out. And then uh, there's going to be something, I guess, like if you have ammo, you're going to be able to do it. But like the time you have ammo in any comp, it's very rare. So uh, and emoting, they're going to disable it from my understanding. Uh, the sin strand, like if you like to modify your armor, your look, uh, they're going to get rid of yeah, your fashion. For, for, they're for gonna, fashion. <laughs> they're going to remove the um, this type of, of uh, what do you call it? The, they're going to remove the sin strand. So you're not going to need this to buy any bounty from uh, Ada, Ada 1. So you're just going to use Glimmer, 10,000 Glimmer for bounty, which is pretty good. You can only have one at a time. So it's going to be making it easier to grind for your 10, um, uh, your 10, like, because uh, I, I think you can only do 10 per character or something like that, per season. So it's going to be for your grinding for like gaining or change armor piece, I guess. Uh, and the other thing was Vanguard, right? So like the reputation system is going to change. It's going to become similar to Crucible, Gambit, and there's more change in regards to Nightfall, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, you do a GM, you're going to get um, one of the newest weapon and one of the oldest weapon. Uh, so, and they uh, might, there's might be some more change coming up in regards to that. That's pretty much what I have on top of my head. There's more coming also. Uh, now moving on to rumors. Um, so without spoiling anything, <clears throat> Uh, there's been a lot of like uh, leak into uh, the Reddit for Raid Secret. One of them was a Savatune picture. Uh, if you want to have a look, you can look it up. Something quite interesting into that picture. If it's uh, if it's fan made, like it stirred up the community a, a lot. If it's not and it's coming, there's going to be a lot of question coming up, a lot of change. Um, 
I, I like affecting a bit of the lore. So I, I, I can't wait to see. Um, the other thing too is like within the season of Splicer, there's more to come. So we have the um, AP log coming up. So I don't know if it's going to be a community event. That would be awesome. They haven't done that for like the past few seasons now. So I would like to see something like that again. But like if you go on the Destiny app and create, um, uh, do an LFG for an override, there's a picture on the background that show an override we haven't done yet. And uh, there's some people that was able to glitch through wall and have a look. Um, so if you're interested to see that, just go into YouTube, just like uh, type like anything in re regards to that. I think uh, there's a few people that create a video about it. Um, and there's also um, Paul Tassi that mentioned about it. He has a video. So quite interesting. Uh, there, there's, yeah, it's going to be interesting. There's something to come. There's also a, another quest that we haven't seen yet and some exotic thing that's going to be coming before the end of the season. Um, there's rumor it could be a, an exotic weapon. Uh, I think there's mentioned an exotic ship, a little bit like the same thing when we have like during the um, season of the Chosen, uh, some stuff to finalize the season before we move on. There's also like, so uh, Bungie also released the um, the last chapter one of the book describing uh, something that happened at the end of the season that was released too early. Um, if you haven't read it yet uh, and you don't want to spoil yourself, don't don't read it. But uh, yeah, that show there's going to be some change coming. So uh, quite interesting. There's a lot of like people talking out in the community, so it's quite interesting what's to come. It get me eyed to look at those stuff. Uh, it doesn't like really spoil me, but uh, if you don't want to get uh, spoiled, then like uh, don't look them up. Um, but overall, uh, yeah, I quite hype about what's to come and season 15 and also the Witch Queen, which is going to come out first quarter of 2022. So it could be any time between January, February, March or something like that. And also there is there going to be more than an, like just because season 15, if it's going to last until the end, the witch queen come out, that's going to be a long season. So they're going to come out another season and halfway. We can have the, um, uh, what's the, uh, the activity that we do like for Christmas, uh, where we get the baked cookies and stuff like that. There's this, there's also the, the, um, uh, the other activity of the loss, I, I try to remember for Halloween. Festival of the loss. Festival of the loss. So there's still a couple like activity coming. But are they going to split it up and put like another season? Or are they going to just extend it like similar to the, the that season they did last year? I try to remember the name of it. But like they just like made it like so long until like the online came out. So. Anyway, that's gonna be uh, interesting. We got one more one more month left. Um, one month left for this season to finish. Um, so keep grinding. If you haven't done all the EAZ activity, this is the last week. And after that, uh, don't know what's gonna happen. Maybe it's gonna be the epilogue kicking in or something. Give like some time for people to like complete everything. But we'll see, I guess. Yeah, wicked. Um, yeah, so a lot to look forward to. Um, stasis weapons. 
um i think it'll it'll end up being like you'll slightly get slowed or it'll take like maybe three hits to activate a slow action Mm -hmm. well we'll see we'll see what they yeah they'll definitely break the game day one and go back and change it yeah definitely if like they don't like make it perfect usually they're gonna op it and like they're gonna nerf it later on i remember day one with the the hunter the hunter slash smash on the grenades like people were doing entire gms with just grenade and smash Uh, (laughs) and now they barely do any damage so they're still being used a lot in pvp on others um and but like it's just they reduce the time where like you you gotta smash it or something like that so it's not as quick but you still get caught like i found like um uh every time i'm frozen with stasis i'm trying to break free and it's taking forever so there might be something like because they change the control on that right it used to be um he used to be like if you were hunter you had to double tap the b or something like that and if you had if you were the titan you had to hold it or something like that right so i need to look because now mouse and keyboard like it might be a different button maybe i'm pressing the wrong one so oh, have could to look. Be. well that's that's cool yeah i guess uh and there's also that uh titan exotic which uh breaks you out of stasis a lot quicker yeah the legs yeah, yeah. that's um I, I do have it. I think I'm still missing the legs for the hunter. So I just need to farm like uh, some last sector. Probably going to do that before the end of the season. Yeah, those are good ones. I, I, they, and again, like they were buffed after like day one because they were just so devastating. Yeah, exactly. So I, I still think they might be good. Uh, they're still good, but uh, yeah, I don't have them yet. So uh there's so many exotic I don't use on my characters that I should use more. Yeah. Uh, I found that like I'm more to use them now just to complete some of the triumph. Uh, I'm I'm a triumph chaser. I like to have like everything complete. So like I finished my Titan and my Warlock in terms of like all their super, their grenade t- type and stuff like that. Now I'm working on my Hunter, uh, and I have quite a lot to do. So, uh, and yeah. I'm, the good thing is I'm getting medals too. Like if you play PvP or a Gambit, there's like a couple medal where you have to use that super and get like a Carnage or whatever it is. And then like I keep getting those medals. I'm like, oh sweet, I haven't finished those. So that's another layer after the triumph, I guess. So yeah, yeah, that's that's a deep well of uh, things to achieve there for sure. Um, but yeah, let's let's touch on the uh, the TWAB for this week. So, what do we got coming out of the uh, Destiny Two Bungie pipeline? Yes, the TWAB. So before I move on into the TWAB, uh, I'm gonna talk about uh, the outfix they had. Um, so one of the, the main thing I would say about the outfix was the Vault of Glass. So uh, basically, they remove. Um, the drop of weapon on master vault of glass and made it so like if you complete the master vault of glass 
it's separated to your normal. So before you used to do it like with a character and then you go to your normal, you didn't get any loot because it was like almost the same, which was ridiculous. So they separate the normal and master. So you don't, uh, and it's uh, the same loot. Also on your master, they remove the weapon. So you get the stat focus armor. Because that was something they they say, and all we were getting was like weapons. So um, they fixed that. Uh, so we guaranteed to receive a stat focus armor, which is good. Uh, and yeah, you can loot them independently. So those are the. I think that's the main thing that came out. Uh, they did some fix for Gambit, uh, some armor and abilities with the stasis and. Um, some of the loot oh yeah there's like um this gold shell the goister shell where like the eyes were popping on top <laughs> was kind of creepy to fix that so that was pretty funny <clears throat> all right for this week at bungie um so the big thing is that uh solstice is leaving uh, it's this last week you got until august 3rd to finish it is that right oh yeah Damn, that's coming pretty quick. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, there's also, so one thing I didn't mention was coming to season 15. I waited until like the 12 because they talk about a lot about it, is crossplay. So crossplay is coming, which is amazing. They also have like, uh, not a timetable, but like almost like what they want to come up with, like uh, as per the season progress. Uh, there's picture about like how it's going to look like. So to go over it like very quickly, um, the guardian identity is going to be kind of changing. So there's going to be a bungee name. So basically to make it uh, more universal to all platform, they so you're going to have to register uh, onto the bungee website, my guess is. And then you're going to have like a bungee name uh, pushed to you. So it's going to be your current name hashtag with a number uh, similar to the Discord, basically. So it's gonna make it so everybody uh, can ask, can uh, have no, uh, no, refuse. No? I don't want you numbers. <laughs> More I'm numbers. Not a, I don't know. <laughs> I, that's why I'm a founder. <laughs> exactly. Boy, are you telling me they're gonna put numbers on the end of my name now? Yes. So it's gonna be hashtag number. Uh, they show uh, hashtag no numbers. <laughs> but it's gonna be so your name's gonna appear normal. It's just like your bungee name. So they show like a person in tower is going to be the same. Your name's going to be the same, but if they look you up and put your mouse over your name into your roster, there's going to be like, oh, bungee name. It's going to be like Rudig's hashtag four numbers. So yeah, uh, the other thing they're going to be doing is that they're going to filter all the names. Uh, so basically like my names, uh, it's NAD614, and it might be considered um, offensive, or what's the word for it? Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> so, but it's my nickname. It's just not related with what it means. That's the thing I, I've been telling people, is that uh, it's part of my last name and my first letter, my first name, and create NAD. So... Uh, I'm French Canadian, so when I, I use that name, like since I'm a kid, and then when I started speaking English, I started like 
mentioning my nickname and people are like do you do you know what's that that mean i'm like no i don't know so now i know and yeah am i gonna lose my name so i'm gonna have to change it i'll i'll try it out see if they remove it so if it happened they, they remove it they're gonna char change it to guardian hashtag number so we'll see we're gonna have to see that uh if you're on pc you can have those uh design orders like um uh, like picture basically within your name they can remove that because on console you cannot have that so uh, yeah uh, they're gonna change your privacy so people can look you up on your bungee name or send you invite or like limited um, so a little bit similar to how it is with stadia where you can change your privacy you can look you up um the crossplay matchmaking so it's going to be uh, pve it's going to be one open um community for pvp if you're on pc you can match make versus other pc player if you're on console or stadia stadia will be considered console you'll be matchmaking with console player if there's one person in your fire team is pc you can automatically get matchmaking to pc so that's going to be quite interesting because i'm playing mouse and keyboard i can match make versus controller so it doesn't really really recognize what you're playing on um yeah so we'll see what happened maybe they're gonna change that in the future uh, and like i mentioned they have a roadmap <clears throat> if you go on the twab there's a few pictures of like how it's gonna look like how the roster is gonna look like um so you're gonna be able to search your friend it looks like there's like a phone app so maybe you're gonna be able to do some stuff on your phone um, that's something I noticed, but they didn't mention about it. Um, when uh, you're going to log into Destiny, it's going to come up saying like uh, your platform name and then your Bungie name. Like I was saying, your, your platform name is not going to change. It's just going to be a Bungie name, which is going to be your platform name plus hashtag your number, uh, which is not going to be like showing to everybody. Um, yeah, so this is the they're going to change it slightly just to make it easier for people to look up uh for people to play with on uh, the roster there's going to be a search bar so if you're looking for adding uh someone on the bungee uh, name then you can click on it and just search um so from my understanding is that the PC player is still going to be looking uh, with a keyboard. Uh, so if you have a keyboard console, they're still going to take some time before activating some sort of keyboard input. It's going to take a while. Uh, the text chat also is going to take a while. So early season 15. So we're going to have the Bungie name, Bungie friend, <clears throat> cross-platform invite, multiplayer matchmaking player search and social privacy that's what they're going to add at the start then uh, soon after they're going to add uh, the cross-platform voice chat because i uh, gotta think like we play on stadia we go use stadia um, voice chat because the in-game voice chat is not that great but now they're going to have to kind of upgrade it so all the cross platforms going to be able to talk to each other so there's uh, going to be um I think the possibility there's going to be to use Discord as a voice chat for every platform. If you have new people in your clan that like play on PlayStation, Xbox, or what 
what else on PC, then they're going to have to go on Discord. That That's going to be the best option, I think. Until then, uh, until they fix the voice chat, we're going to have to uh, work around it. Then in this winter, they're going to come out with uh, the Bungie name change. So <clears throat> again, like I mentioned, if like your name get changed, you're not going to be able to change it until then. So I'm going to take the risk. Am I going to say guardian hashtag numbers? Then I'm not going to be able to change my name until winter. So yeah, that, that kind of uh, sucks, I think. Hopefully my name doesn't change. <laughs> uh, the other thing too is the, uh, like I mentioned, the uh, text chat display, sorry. Um, I didn't mention that. So the text chat. So if you play on PC, you have the text chat on the bottom right, I'm pretty sure. On console or even on Stadia, you don't see that. So that's going to be something they're going to be adding. So if you join a party, you're going to be able to text each other on that chat. That being said, the console is not going to have like a, a keyboard, a virtual keyboard yet, from my understanding. So that's going to be a little bit annoying. Uh, for if you have a keyboard, it's going to be a little bit easier, but that's not going to come the, uh, until later. Um, so I'm guessing because Stadia, they consider it as a console, the keyboard's not going to be working on the text chat, but I'm going to be able to play with it. So, um, and there's going to be more to come. I, I guess there's going to be some fixing happening in between. Um, yeah, so that should be interesting. Uh, and then, uh, so that's it for crossplay. That's pretty much the overall of it. Uh, the next thing is that we have one more last uh, Iron Banner coming on the 3rd of August until the 10th of August. Then uh, they talk about their Bungie Foundation updates. If you haven't claimed that yet, you can. And then, um, yeah. Uh, the Bungie store, so that's the other thing. If you haven't done that yet, go into the Bungie store and reset your password, then you're gonna get a free emblem until the 31st of July. Oh, that was yesterday. Yeah, so you had until yesterday to change your password and to get a free emblem that they're gonna send uh, August 13th by email. So you get the code and then uh, you uh, just claim it on Bungie. Uh, and then uh, there's some um, videos and art piece that's available to watch. Um, again, quite interesting. This guy uh, do um, use a crown splitter slam on dual Inkaru. That's the boss from um, Shadow Throne. Remember, we did Shadow Throne the other day, and I used a crown splitter just for that reason. I watched that video. Basically, the guy get uh, is it a million damage or nine 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 nine? Like so, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he just like I think with the arc, um, if you have arc subclass and then you are when you collect those orb like for the solstice, what do you call them? The elemental uh, empowerment. Yeah, exactly. So you you got elemental empowerment. Uh, it gives you a bonus damage on your sword, also some ammo on every kill or swipe or something like that. Um, but yeah, you have that on plus like four pole, plus you breach and clear. And then like you add your boss spec on it. The guy does like 
<laughs> does so much damage. It's worth watching. It's just crazy. I'm like, nice. So that's when when we did the uh, when we did this encounter. I used a crown splitter. I thunder crash a, a crown splitter, and the boss was dead in, in no time. Vaporized. It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. So a good video to watch there. And then, and then some art uh, looking pretty good. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the TWAB. So we just got a couple more weeks left and then uh, then the new season is going to come up. So quite exciting. Yeah, I look forward to it. Definitely some new content. So uh, right now I feel is sort of the, uh, the low of the season. Uh, it's hard to find stuff to get back onto. Uh, but at least uh, there's good news of Iron Banner and a possible epilogue to close out the season. So Yeah. Um, so this should be cool. fine. So maybe Iron Banner is going to be next week and the last two weeks is going to be the epilogue. Who knows? Uh, I've been just been grinding the, the Bright Dust just to get something to do on all my character. I'm back to 5,000 Bright Dust or something like that. So it's pretty good. There's not really something interesting for me to buy on the the store but I always keep it for like future activity like uh, the solstice about all the armor on my three characters so yeah it's cool um and for people i mean the difference between 6000 bright dust and just transmogging the magnificent set is the different colors you get so I'm I'm shocked that you would go and do that extra mile as a colorblind person because <laughs> yeah. the only difference is color. <laughs> so the yeah I don't know it's my um I got this uh, I don't know if it's a problem I'm pretty sure a lot of people like this they like to have everything complete if I play uh, a single player game uh, I like to complete everything to 100 person mm-hmm. for some reason and then destiny 2 I know it's not going to be possible but I was like I'm just going to grab it as extra armor just to say I have it I guess I don't yeah. know I haven't used it on my, any of my character <laughs> but I have it so maybe I'm going to have like a design for a fashion contest or something like that so I'll have a look cool um Okay, well, let's uh, let's jump into some Stadia news uh, this week. So coming out of the Stadia community blog, um, still free to play is uh, the Avengers Assemble. Uh, so Square Enix um, piping in the uh, new content as of July 27th. Uh, it's now available for players to jump into for free. Uh, Marvel Avengers is a... Uh, multiplayer um what would you call that like an mmo where you got a level up grind um they now introduced the first type of quote-unquote raid which is called family reunion uh and i have some mixed feelings about that as it is simply a redub of an earlier campaign mission which they just loaded with modifiers and uh made it for people Uh, required at top level so i think you put it nicely the other day you said it sounds like they created their first gm uh, (laughs) which which is is probably not far off from what they did 
but yeah, I mean, free to jump into. Uh, the only problem we had was uh, you tried to jump in and play with me, but you start at like level one. And yeah. the only way to like get anywhere decent or do anything is to like at least get to 50, I think. And you have to like do the whole story, which is like 10 hours. And then you have to do like at least some extra events after that. Uh, so the free to play weekend doesn't really make sense for people. Maybe jump in and get a little taste and get hooked. But yeah, it's hard to really jump in with uh, with the end game material quite yet, which which you should be expecting, I guess, for the MMO. And that's maybe what they try to do. They try to get some people hook into it. They're like, oh, just do a campaign. And now you have all this stuff to do. <laughs> so I'm probably going to try it. Uh, just do the campaign. I'll stream it if I do. I haven't uh, played too much lately. So yeah, I'll, I'm probably going to jump on my 4K TV and see how it looks. It might look pretty good. So, Well, today's the last day. So uh, yeah, try to get some time on there. Um, the next article coming out of uh, Stadia is Control. So the last cloud platform for the cloud platforming game to arrive on is Stadia. But finally, we uh, we get Control. And it's not even at full price from what I see. So um, I guess that's what we get for it being two years old. Uh, looks very cool. Um, cultic experience um single player action adventure uh manipulating matter um using dark matter i mean it looks uh phenomenal um i will probably jump into it at some point not now because i got a lot on my plate with uh, all these other games coming up but uh, perhaps during that slum in the uh, in the next season of destiny when we're going for like six months of season but yeah uh check out control if if uh if you haven't already i mean that game only has like the greatest reviews yeah and the other thing is that i thought it would come out to uh, stadia pro uh that's like one of the games so i'm surprised they have it to sell like this um yeah, it, it's a it's a good low price, but the the game is quite old, and I think on the Switch you can get it for free through their cloud service. So. Oh really? Yeah, I think I got it. I, or there was like a time where you could play for free or something like that, because like the, the Nintendo Switch started like something similar. They just use a a cloud service. So yeah, um, but yeah. Uh, well, I'm guessing here's, it's going to come out to Pro. <laughs> yeah, here's my that's my theory too because I think Control is going to take advantage of both the the grab of it being a big game and it's going to wrap around and take the influencer um not the influencer but that Stadia Pro new incentive model take advantage of people logging in throw it on pro and get sort of even more recurring revenue after that initial shock has come out. So when will control come on pro November 1st <laughs> prediction. That's your prediction. Yeah. So um, the next uh, moving on uh, we have Tokyo. So everybody's hyped into olympics right now i got olympics going on in the background right now watching it this morning uh what a better time to throw on a free to play uh, i was able to stream a uh, half an hour of that sorry i apologize i did not get my audio correct on that stream but you can see some fun gameplay as i go through uh 
a lot of these different mini games is the best way to describe it. Uh, also, I had no idea that's how you play rugby. It seems brutal. Like you're just like <laughs> constantly. I don't know how you can progress. There's so many people. You just get hit all the time. Um, yeah. So th- there's some fun moments in, in to be had in the uh, Tokyo 2020 uh, Olympics game. Still free to play. Uh, so jump on this weekend um, before the weekend's end to to try to get yourself some achievements, some gold medals, and have some fun. Uh, a lot of people are doing crowd play weekends, so try to grab onto those people and uh, make some choices for them if you can. Uh, I had fun dressing up as Sonic, which you get to do right away, which was <laughs> obviously what everyone wants to do and is a great move for them, so um cool cool no it's yeah and i see you putting 2021 <laughs> but it's called 2020 isn't it on the yeah, stadia think, story oh that's possible i'm like maybe it was a delay or something like that <laughs> it was delayed because obviously they wanted to time it with the olympics but i believe it's still called 2020 oh okay <laughs> I, I, I don't know i was though. like what's it yeah, it's Tokyo 2020. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, maybe was it was it supposed to happen last year because of COVID is postponed to this year. I exactly. Guess, right? But maybe they had already bought the name of the game and they're like, oh, let's not do anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like we're not in 2020 anymore. So <laughs> that's funny. Awesome. Well, cool. Um yeah so yeah jump into tokyo jump into some olympics i mean super easy if you're an achievement hunter uh just go through like each of them in the practice round and you get like two three achievements per game if you just do one um but yeah have you got into any olympics no i haven't uh jumped into olympic it's not uh it's it's not something that interests me but i'm probably gonna have a look before it goes away i'm probably gonna try avengers first but uh yeah uh, yeah avengers I, is the more exciting one yeah like, this one is more about like rotate your stick and tap a at the right time like that's it's like oh okay it's funny you mentioned rugby i i play rugby like uh when i was in australia um quite interesting game I know at first I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, yeah, when you get the hang of it, you find uh, the way to play. But yeah, it's it's quite exciting. Uh, we were playing flag rugby, so you wear a flag on each side, not the full-on tackle, because I see people like hurting themselves all the time. And that. So yeah, good game to play, though. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Well, today is the pro release day. So we have some games coming out for Stadia. And uh, we've got some uh, interesting games this this uh, this month. Killer Queen Black. So I'm happy to see another um, multi-platform cross-play situation. Um, that is epic for everyone involved to be able to play with PlayStation, Xbox, PC, uh switch no problems just jump in and have fun i've actually never played killer queen black um it's apparently a a big hit uh it's an arcadey style um three ways to win combat fast pace um and tons of people always playing so uh, i'm definitely going to jump into this throw up a stream uh let people know what i think for sure yeah, the fact it's crossplay with like anybody, 
that has it like PC. I, I don't know if it's on other console, but yeah, that's amazing. Oh, it's on everything. Yeah, so like then it's not going to be like waiting for finding people to play with, right? Yeah. And then we have the uh, the Valkyrie, the Chronicles 4. So uh, this is an action strategy RPG. Um, just adding in, it seems like an, there's an RPG every month. If you were to do all of these RPGs, like your time, <laughs> I don't I don't even know where your time would go. Um, but yeah, good. It looks like a huge title, so happy to see. Um, I have not jumped into any of the Valkyrie Chronicles before, um, but uh, yeah, it yeah. looks it looks pretty neat. It looks well done. Um, I've played it on uh, the Switch too. It's like a, um, what do you call it? Uh, a time base, not time base, but a rotation base. It's like a kind of mix of RPG where you have to move your your guy or your vehicle and position, do an attack. A turn-based, that's what I was looking for. Turn-based turn -based. RPG, okay. yeah. And it has some tactical portion out of it, so it's pretty interesting. Uh, but Japanese-like anime uh, style, so. Oh, okay. I played a game like that before. I think Advanced Warfare. It was, like, very turn-based, and you got to position yourself on the map for strategy. Yeah, yeah, but those games can be fun. But think about this one. It's, like, uh, on the third-person view instead of on top, top-down view. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, interesting. Yeah, that could be fun. Yeah, we'll definitely be checking it out. It's a pro title, so I always like to jump into pro titles. Yeah. Um, this next one, uh, I'm super pumped for. Although we did not get it today, we will get it tomorrow. Yeah, it's coming out tomorrow, right? And everybody knows that it's grime time. It's <laughs> you got to commit the grime crime. You got to wrap those grime rhymes. It's grime, grime, grime. Uh, <laughs> huge weapons, epic bosses, stadium makers support. Uh, our first stadium maker title to come to pro um, from my uh, brief look at this. Uh, looks like they took advantage of the new incentive deal. So I'm going to be asking everyone support this game log in daily get a little bit further each time and uh i'll be doing the exact same thing i'm gonna just be getting in every single day and uh hopefully giving them as much love as i can um cool stuff <laughs> yeah just turn on the game and then quit if you don't want to play it just like and give them incentive exactly support the grind team <laughs> but yeah there's a lot of hype for that game too so that's what i like it's gonna be good i think um yeah uh like the the concept and uh, the side scroller type like this it's uh quite interesting um i'm probably gonna to play too <laughs> gonna to have to try that there's a lot of game to try right now yeah i know but this one will definitely be on on because it just looks cool and I mean, that's like 50% of getting me hooked in a game. It's just looking <laughs> cool. And uh, the next the next title to come out, um, it came from space and ate our brains. So, yeah, I don't know how much I can possibly say on this title. Um, you are a top-down survival horde situation, twin-stick shooters, uh, sort of like block animations from what I've seen. Um, but yeah, I will definitely, uh, I'm going to jump in and give it a try. Um, but my expectations are sort of like small arcadey title. I may get like three to five minutes of fun, but 
I hope it surprises me, and uh, I hope I stop the aliens from eating my brains. Yeah, it's uh, co-op play too, so it's gonna be a good, a good game to play uh, multiple people, and uh, probably like couch co-op, I guess. Yeah, I would I'll think be, so. That'll be good. And the one game I probably won't be able to play because I don't understand how this works. Well, maybe I'll just try it with controller to see what happens because this next one is Epistory Typing Chronicles. And basically from what I've seen, you have to type your way out of situations and you type words and there's like words coming at you and you got to type the right ones. Or I, I, It seems like a learn how to type game, to be honest. Like a, if anyone remembers Mavis Beacon. Whoa, oh, yeah. that fl flashback. Or like uh, Typing of the Dead, uh, if you try that before. No. It's like House of the Dead, but you have to type word to kill them. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know that it's going to work for on Stadia unless you're on the computer. Yeah, so I guess, I mean, I'll be trying it out. I'll throw Steam up and be like, what's happening? Maybe it'll give me a selection of words I'll get to choose from, but, uh, but I guess we'll see. Uh, so five titles this this month. Uh, pretty exciting stuff. Um, happy to see. I, sure. I just thought about something about this. It's like yeah, uh, it's probably gonna be like similar to the you know remember the older phone where like you know ABC was on one, and then like, the next letter oh. was on two. <laughs> it's gonna be that with the controller. <laughs> I don't want that. No. <laughs> yeah. Who knows, right? <laughs> no. Hey, people learn how to type with this, right? I remember the beginning when cell phone came out was like this, you'd send text. It took forever though. <laughs> Damn. I'm just learning how to do that new Google texting where you go like the just swipe. drag. Yeah. Drag. It's, it's convenient. Well. It's not bad. Like I like it, but sometimes it just doesn't get the word. Yeah. Well, maybe it's going to be easier if you can play with your phone like this and your phone's your controller. You just pop out the keyboard and just there you go. <laughs> do, do, do. That's with the bridge. Yeah, that's yeah. good. It's a good way to do it. Cool. So uh, coming out of Stadia Source um, this week, we have a, a couple news articles to touch on here. Um, Falconeer gets a Stadia rating from the ESRB very cool this game excites me for one reason and one reason only it's a one-man team thomas sala this guy is uh making the entire game all by himself um the concept seems pretty cool dog fights you're on birds you're, you're i mean that's that's pretty cool um you're flying in the air it's sort of like an aerial combat um yeah i look forward to to seeing this on stadia and I wish all the best for this uh, Thomas Sala. I, I can't imagine the uh, the undertaking it must have been to to create a game solo. Yeah, that must have taken forever. And the fact that he published it through Stadia, and then like he got that new incentive coming up, he's gonna making uh, be making a lot of money like this, you know. So that's good for him, and let's support him. Uh, like and hopefully he can get like uh, hire from a studio or something like that and join them to create more game if the guy was uh, able to do it by all by himself that's amazing yeah i mean uh yeah pretty epic undertaking so i'll look i'll be looking forward to falconeer on stadia um 
Assassin's Creed Siege of Paris. Um, this is arriving August 12th, so keep your eyes open for the middle of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a free DLC for people who have uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So pretty exciting to see. Yeah, that's amazing that they release a free DLC like this, an expansion for it. So, Although on Stadia, you cannot call it DLC. So... <laughs> It's uh, ILC, so instant loadable content. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not loading, so it's IC. Yeah, instant content. Yeah, or go. INC, instant new content. Maybe. Well, or that's why they call it add-on content, I guess. Yeah, so they call it add-ons. Add-on. Yeah. yeah, it's just an add-on. Makes sense. Uh, cool, cool. Um, everyone's favorite packing game has got fully loaded on stadia now with seven new achievements new campaign and new competitive stages so uh log in check out fully loaded get packed on stadia um yeah uh i have uh i've tried it maybe once before for five ten minutes uh, i assume it's a much better like uh couch co-op laugh have fun uh type of game so i have to try to play it in that sort of atmosphere now yeah, couch co-op yeah. is very good. I play with my uh, wife there. Um, it was fun. <laughs> She's trying to learn the control of what he needed to do. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, doable. Yeah, cool. Um, now we have the uh, some kid games coming out for Stadia. It's good to see uh, all-rounded support. I mean, they have to have these games out there as well. So uh, we got a list that has been rated for Stadia, uh, Adventureland and the Pirates of the Encrydon. Um, We have Race with Ryan uh, because everybody's got a race with Ryan. And then we have uh, Troll Hunters, Defenders of Arcadia. So uh, looks to be, you know, sort of an adventure explorer water-based game. And then you have like a cart racer and then you have sort of like an adventure game. So uh, all kind of well-rounded kid games. Um, I'm probably not going to jump too much into these, but uh, oh, Adventure Time. Yeah, it's adventure, adventure Time. And I think uh, it's based on a TV series. Yes, it is. I don't think it's made for kid, if I'm right or wrong. Well, it says like this more... is under the kids' rated. Maybe the show. Oh, oh okay. I'm not sure. I've heard of it before. I never like watched it. It's this guy, like weird looking guy with the dog, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I've never watched it either. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> if it comes to pro, I'll definitely give it a check out. But yeah, uh, I guess it's just good to see that more kids' games are are coming out for google yeah all we have is really like spongebob and then like uno and like stack on stacks but like nothing like really kids there's no like kid area or kid genre in their libraries Mm -hmm. so good to fill it out yeah there's just uh there's a lot of it went through the rsrb but like uh they yet to come out yeah so nine to five google um, release some tech info, tech news this week, tech news. So, uh, add friends via email or phone number. So, you know, if you don't know the person's stadia name and you know, their email or phone number and your privacy settings are open, uh, I mean, add them all up, 
Um, so that's a new way to add people. I mean, it just breaks down barriers, really, uh, mm. which is important. Like, if you want to add someone, just add them this way, that way, or this, the other. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, no problems there. Good that they're opening up their system. It's it's better to have that way. Just uh, more way to, like, find your friends on Stadia. So Yeah. And now we have the Google bundle up in Canada. So you can mix and match your favorite colors of your Google Chromecast unit and your favorite color of your controller. So just black, Wasabi, and the Premiere Edition. You can customize with the Chromecast units. Uh, so it's kind of like a bundle mix, mix, mix and match uh, situation. And I think you save like $19, they were saying, on that bundle if you get it all together with a controller. So yeah, it's good to see. Um, that's on Google Store, I'm guessing? Yeah, that's the Google Store. Oh, wow. It's called okay. the Play and Watch Bundle. Nice. Uh, I like to see that. I thought they were out of uh, Chromecast Ultra, though. So they might be with the Google TV then? I think they still have them for sale. Um, the Chromecast Ultras with the, the Premier Edition, I think that's been discounted further. But now they have this new Play and Watch bundle, which comes with the new Google TV. Oh, okay. That's but good. I have one warning for Google TV people, prospect people. It's just, it doesn't have enough space. You got to buy some sort of extra storage. I mean, I, I can't have like six, seven apps. It has like four gigs of space. So it's like very, very small. Um, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Like what kind of device in today's day and age has four gigs of space? But yeah, we'll see. You have to get like one of those. Ex I have to order the external storage thing. And I don't want to order from Amazon because I'm just funding pollution through his space travels for fun. But that's a whole different story. So, okay, so how does that work? How do you plug external storage to that Google TV? Is there yeah. like... So what you do is um, the HDMI is built into the Google TV. And then from the Google TV, there's the power cord. So in between there, you're going to put a storage unit that you plug into the Google TV and also has a plug-in for power. Okay, Wow yeah that's interesting i i don't it's not it's not ideal <laughs> they should have thought this through before uh before selling it i guess but okay yeah who comes up with like <laughs> four gigs of space yeah no they'll be fine with that yeah with all the app available now so yeah i, okay. I can't even download all my apps i have like prime i have stadia i have geforce now i have netflix. like global tv netflix youtube youtube music like it's already like maxed out and some of them can't even update so i gotta like eliminate apps based on like updating stuff it's brutal yeah i saw something about this too but i didn't read into it but yeah okay that's uh quite interesting hopefully they're gonna have like some sort of uh, uh storage um piece that you can buy from them as a recommended add-on but yeah okay interesting i don't get what i should just be able to use my cloud storage like my google one cloud storage there you go they should just uh yeah i don't know hey google Drive maybe there is a, like a cloud link that i haven't done yet i gotta i gotta look that up 
Mm-hmm. I'll let anybody know if I find it. Yeah. So some notable stories here. I already talked about Marvel's Avengers. Um, and we have Ubisoft. So rating some more games. Um, so these games hopefully come out as soon as possible to the platform. Uh, we have Assassin's Creed Black Free Flag, uh, the pirate one. Assassin's Creed Rogue, uh, Far Cry Primal, which looks really cool. Um, basically caveman time, so first person. And then Blood Dragon. I mean, these titles are just looking pretty wicked. Um, Rayman Legends, that'll be a good mix-up to uh, these shooters. And then we have Child of Light, which uh, was a very um, well-received game. Mm-hmm. um adventure storytelling so look forward to that two games that got delisted um in that same list was assassin's creed 3 remastered and far cry 4 so we mm-hmm. won't be seeing those guys on the uh on the stadia um platform so oh well but uh more games than not so that's mm-hmm. good to see so Rayman Legend, it's a side-scroller. I have played it before. Very fun game to play. Child of Light, also a fun game to play. It's like a mix RPG. Uh, if I try to remember right, it's like as soon as you get into an encounter, it switched to another uh, layout, and it's like a turn-based RPG. Oh. But very fun to play. Um, I found it was like... A, it's a side scroller RPG. So yeah. Worth Interesting. Give a try. And some uh some notable things happening this week in the Stadia community. Now if I say this right. Tardalagradium. Sorry, Tardalagradium. But uh you had some awesome artwork that you posted, uh Studi- stadia community has just been sharing it like community crazy i'll be uh using it as like the artwork on today's episode but yeah just really cool to see uh people out there making this cool artwork um yeah i like that um and finally our last story of the day we have a white label service from Google, which they are trying, they are looking to sell their Stadia technology as a service to others so they can also have a cloud-based gaming service. So I, you were saying before the show, you could see Walmart, you can see Netflix uh, scooping up this, uh, this platform and using it for their, own, uh, for their own sort of launch of whatever they're doing. Yeah, exactly. So Google has the infrastructure, right? They already have their server and location. They already have the uh, the cabling connection. So um, yeah, so that's gonna give a chance to like other company like Netflix and Walmart and who else is gonna come out with uh, their cloud gaming just to use something and infrastructure already there. I look at it like similar to um, a phone company or um, yeah, that's let's say a phone company like you have like uh, in Canada we have Bell Rogers and Telus is a big one. Uh, then they have the tower already set up uh, everywhere, and you have like company like Freedom. They tag along. No, Freedom is not a good example, but uh, other smaller company, telecom company, they get to rent the tower that owned by Bell to be able to put their uh, antenna and uh, to like 
get their network going. So the, uh, the idea behind that is to have Google, they already have the infrastructure in place and they're gonna rent a part of uh, the server just so they have their own service. That's a good thing. What I'd like to see is that a partnership between Netflix and Google or Walmart and Google where like they not necessarily only rent uh, part of their server, but they also like, you know, they just uh, tag along to create more game, right? So at the end of the day, like if you have all those services uh, creating like cloud gaming, that's going to be overwhelming, right? <laughs> it's easier to have just a couple and then you can play onto that. But now with crossplay, might not be a big uh, issue. So who knows what's going to come up, right? I think it, it's similar to sort of how we see TV transition um, from all of these cable networks. Um, and then, you know, you see the launch of streaming platforms like Amazon and Netflix. I think we'll start to see very similar um, progression in the gaming community where Xbox and PlayStation were sort of NPC were the uh, the cable networks. And then uh, we see the, the streaming platforms really take off in the cloud gaming world. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, let's uh, let's get more stable networks, more stable gameplay. And uh, the only difference I will say is their cult like followings to uh, the PlayStation and Xbox. I mean, they're <laughs> literal like clans that will like live and breathe these systems. I, I don't know if you saw yeah. the the new Rick and Morty episode. Um, there no. was a time where the president had his life flash before his eyes and it was just saying like the Berlin Wall of falls down playstation one da 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 playstation two da 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 playstation three like it's just like all through his life he had the playstation four and playstation five now announced like mm -hmm. it's just like that was his life basically which was <clears throat> that's funny. funny yeah there's a, I, found, I still find that a lot of people think that stadia is dead which is quite interesting i provided my code to a co-worker and he was like Oh, I thought it was dead. It was going away. I was like, no, SGE is gone. But now they are moving towards a di different direction, which attract a lot of people. And the yeah. next day, I speak with him, and he was like, I run flawless. I show my roommate, and then like I was like, look, I just click play, and the game start. <laughs> it's so amazing, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. People are just still like uh, finding out about Stadia or about cloud gaming that a lot of people are at their experience are with like let's say xbox or x cloud whatever you want to call it which is still not refined yet which i think stadia is like the best ahead and then geforce now where you're basically renting a pc that's all it is so i i see this situation where we're playing with people on pc in the new crossplay destiny situation mm -hmm. and they're like oh I have to download this update. I'll be on after a download update. And we'll be like, stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he'll be like, oh, man, Destiny's so huge. It's over 250 gigs on my computer. And we'll be like, what are you doing? Just get that. <laughs> like, there'll be so many people just convincing the, like, people on the platform. It's like, why do you have this on your computer? You don't have to. It's Yeah. 
And the other thing is that now because it's going to be cross-play, like there's not going to be any reason to stay on a specific platform. Yeah. So cloud gaming is going to make it easier basically for everybody. So uh, I keep seeing more and more people within the YouTube channel talking about Stadia on Destiny 2. So yeah, it's a good thing because <laughs> like people are noticing like it's actually good. Yeah, it is good. I think people are scared of latency or the the delay in the control. I play on PC and Stadia and I didn't notice anything. Like if you worry about a, a 0 0.001 of a second of difference or something like that, like you're not gonna notice it, so. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, we should wrap up this show. I feel like this has been an especially long one for a slow no news week, <laughs> but uh, uh, Everyone, don't forget to hit that uh, subscribe and uh, like the video and the notifications bell for an alert when our podcast hits the air. Uh, leave a comment. Tell us about Stadia and your gaming life. Uh, you can find Stadia Party Chat Podcast, the audio version of our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Google Cast, uh, anywhere you can find uh, podcasts, really. Uh, shout out to the new sponsor. Uh, thank you, Stadia Community Blog. Thank you, 9to5Google. Thank you, StadiaSource.com. Um, yeah. And um, everyone, uh, thanks for listening. That's the uh, news for this week. Uh, we thank you for tuning in and hearing our thoughts on the news. Uh, look forward to sharing more in the future. As always, I'm Ricardo, giving you my perspective on the cloud and my co-host, Sebastian. Yeah, you guys have a, a good one and uh, we'll see you next week. All right, everybody. Uh, take care.